0: How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, Here I got my seasoned co-star, Dr. John Huang. How's it going, Uh, Dr. John? Doing well, Brad. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dr. John, let's uh, let's continue on with the blood flow restrictions, BFR, and Mm -hmm. maybe kind of go through an example. And you've got a best-case person staring right in front of you. You know, let's... (laughs) Let's take someone sure. who's had two back surgeries, mm-hmm. recovered once, went back for a L5 S1 uh, microdisectomy mm-hmm. with sciatica, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. recovered from two. This time, as my listeners have heard me, mm-hmm. you know, you know, bitch and complain about all the things <laughs> I've been going through. Yeah, finally, I'm um, you know, sixteen weeks out. I'm you know, this is way slower than the first time. Sure. That's why I kind of hit you up was. Yeah. something like this for now i'm like it's a little harder recovery process and for me to build muscle back up and i want to yeah. do this safely because yeah. i am not going to have the third surgery yeah. You know, yeah so whatever i can do to get away away from that so what what are kind of the things and steps sure. you would take for someone like me
1: yeah so um thanks for using yourself as a yeah. as an example um just so so uh, before we even talk about using something like BFR is that I want to make sure that the person that's in front of me for an evaluation that I'm looking at their movement patterns first, kind of doing a baseline screening of their mobility, uh, and then obviously doing a medical screening of their 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 previous, uh, you know, medical surgical history. So assuming that everything's clear and good with yeah. you, Brad, that you don't have any contraindications and you're like, okay, we're going to start really loading your legs now because you haven't been squatting or deadlifting the way that you've, wanted to for some time and that's the goal is to get back into staying fit and obviously being able to you know get a good workout in so for bfr the first things you want to do is just evaluate the muscle quality first in your, mm-hmm. and your. and so we're gonna if we're gonna look at your lower body there's four main places where we would put a cuff it's going to be always closest to the limb so it's either going to be really close up to the uh to the biceps across the biceps on either arm or on our legs as close as possible to the, the, the top of the hip. Yeah, so we want to get to the the main like where the femoral artery is. So one of okay. the biggest arteries in the body. So if we're working lower limb, and again, one thing is that you should never put BFR cuffs on all four limbs at the same time. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> always just either the lower body or the upper body, um, and then you're going to isolate your your exercise based on that. So. The first thing i do is to first measure your limb occlusion pressure so um the lop is basically the pressure at which you're um maximally uh, occluded right so we would measure it similar to like we're we're measuring your your blood pressure i would put the cuff on where we're going to have it on which is going to be up near towards the uh, hip i would set it up with my manual pump and then i pump it up until uh oh actually before that I would actually monitor your, your pulse. So, your pulse down by your uh, foot. So, there's mm-hmm. a tibialis artery that we look at, and I would use like a little Doppler um, uh, device, which basically allows us me to, to hear your pulse um, through a, like a little speaker. And okay. so, we would take a look at your pulse. I would pump it up until we do not no longer hear the pulse. Okay. And so that tells me that, okay, once there's no pulse, that means that our, our leg is fully occluded. Okay? Okay. So we do not work out at the full occlusion, right? Because we do need some some flow at least, so that we don't, um, you know, cause any tissue damage. So once we find that one hundred percent occlusion pressure, then we scale it back based on our goals. So for the lower body, we typically want to include from sixty to eighty percent. Okay. Okay. And that that sixty to eighty percent is say your limb occlusion pressure is two hundred, uh, you know, uh, milligrams mercury. Uh, if you want to go 60%, that's like 120, right? 120 to 160 would be like your range. Range. Yeah. So usually I would start in the lower end for a first timer, okay. just so that they get used to what it feels like. And then we bring it down to we bring that cuff pressure down to 120. So once it's occluded, that cuff stays at that pressure the entire time that it's on, because I've I've uh, basically um uh, taking the air out to the point where it's now just staying at 120%. Um, usually I'll have somebody walk up or just stand up, walk around, just make sure that it's in the right place. Um, it's going to feel very strange in the beginning, right? It's going to feel like your leg, um, you know, it it feels like your leg is, is under strain the entire time you stand.
0: Yeah. I've heard that.
1: Yeah. And it makes you walk kind of funny in the beginning. And so once you kind of get a, a feeling for what it feels like, then, after that, we pick the exercise that we want to do. So obviously body weight squat is probably where we would start. Mm-hmm. Um, just doing a bodyweight squat with the cuff on is gonna feel very, very intense and it and it actually will feel painful to the point where it's like, oh, this does not feel comfortable at all. And that's yeah. what we expect. So uh typically the protocol is to do 30 reps, uh, two up, two down. And then once you're done with 30 reps, the idea is that you've now created this um uh environment where oxygen is now no longer um flowing readily it's an anaerobic environment now. so okay. it's like it's like you've you know you sprinted you know you got everything out got everything out and so now is that's that first 30 seconds uh, 30 reps then you wait 30 seconds you've created that new change and then you do three sets of 15 reps with a 30 second break in between and so those next three sets of 15 are your workout for that for that limb at that time by the gotcha. last rep you're gonna be it's gonna be a challenge and that's what we are trying to get so in between um the 30 seconds rest in between this cuff stays on and then not until the last rep uh, the last set do we take it off let the blood flow go back into the leg you'll walk around and then we'll put it back on for the next exercise So yeah.
0: So is that is that something that pain you were mentioning? Is that something that you get used to? Or is it always going to be there? (laughs) (laughs) And you can just like you said, the range will just make it tighter and tighter and tougher, because you can handle it. But that that sensation and pain will still be there.
1: Yeah. The, there's going to be a level of discomfort Comfort, and pain. Yeah. yeah. That's what's to be expected, right? If you are not feeling that it's probably not enough occlusion, to be honest. Okay. And that range that I give you is meant to be, um, based on the type of exercise that you're doing, right? If it's a more compound exercise, like, like squats or where you're using multiple muscle groups, then you want to keep it at a lower, lower occlusion pressure. Say if you wanted to just work on uh, quad strengthening and you wanted to just do like a sitting knee extension, right? Yeah. So you're just doing the quad itself, then I would probably put it at a higher limit inclusion because you're really focusing on one. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of how you program it, and again, like based on what the person is trying to achieve. Those are the exercises. I would probably pick like three to five different exercises and then do that same protocol of 30, 15, 15, 15. And then if we wanted to do it on both legs or one leg at a time, that would also determine, you know, how long the actual workout is. So all in all, you can get a full lower body exercise, lower body workout and say like 30 minutes, including the rest period.
0: Yeah. So say someone like me going through this, obviously a good portion of Mm -hmm. using that too, and the exercises we're choosing are you know, physical therapy type exercises along with mm-hmm. you know some normal routines. Let's mm-hmm. say now I've gotten back to a full healthy potential person. Mm. Um, I'm still worried about going too far in the gym on my own because of what I've got and I want to protect yeah. it. So I still want to continue this. Yes. Can't, is there any limits to now, you know, I'm doing the routines you gave me. I'm all clear. I'm doing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. How much weights you can use is it just... Now the same thing, you know, back to the 20 year old mentality of if I, I'll just go as heavy as I can do it.
1: Are you asking in terms of, uh, going heavy with the cuffs on or going, going back to the gym without the cuffs,
0: uh, going back to the gym go, with the cuffs going heavy as I yeah. can, because I want to get back to, you know, hypertrophy body. Cause right. that's, you know, it's more into bodybuilding, but right. I don't right. want the risk anymore
1: <laughs> of heavy weights. So then, uh, I mean, you wouldn't, you would never go back to 100% of your one rep max when that you were doing before using the cuff with the cuff on. Cause remember, when we occlude the body, when we include the legs, we're putting a lot of different stress on it. So you never need to, you don't need to go to that same amount of weight as you did before. Exactly. Right. So there's, there's definitely a range. You know, you can even go down to 20% of what you did before and still get benefits. Right.
0: Sure. But once you get to a level now that, Say those ten pounders feel like 80s, uh-huh. but just while I'm doing it, you know, I progress, and will yeah, it yeah. ever just feel too easy? I need to move up and weight.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. At that point, um, I would say you know your tissue has adapted, you've gotten stronger, and mm-hmm. that you start to implement it, uh, getting back into the routine without the cuffs anymore, because then you can start to load and really test. Is are my muscles, uh, joints, and everything being able to support the load now without that same type of metabolic stress? So again, we're not trying to replace our normal routine or, or what we used to do with BFR. It's meant to just complement it. Okay. Yeah.
0: But yeah. but my main concern is you know to be mm-hmm. able to get the size I want,
1: but mm-hmm. I don't want
0: the risk of ever doing hundred pound dumbbells again or hundred yeah. pound dumbbell squats. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer yeah. to use, you know. BFR as much as I could.
1: Right. Right. So you will get that same kind of hypertrophic benefit, but it's, if you're, if your aim is to go into bodybuilding, then you can't just use BFR. Okay.
0: Right? There's yeah, a... yeah.
1: So there's the question. There's the answer. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's not going to re- again, replace uh, what normal um, uh, mechanical stress can add to your body too. Yeah. Gotcha. But you still can get very strong and, and still maintain a lot of functional strains using this method.
0: So then there'll, there'll be the thing. Once you get to a certain level mm-hmm. using the BFR at some point, you got to be happy with what you got. And mm-hmm. if not, then okay, take them off and, yep. you know, see what you got, but then you run the risks of the normal, you know, fitness sure. world of sure. Yeah. And yeah. using heavyweight. So, and then, but then there comes a, the question there is okay, well, you can do that, but maybe only do that once a week without the BFR. And your mm-hmm. other two sessions use the BFR versus going three, exactly. four, five, six days a week. Yeah. So at least you're toning down the the risk factor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that because basically you're just changing the dosage of the stress. Your tissue as, and. With, with age and as you grow, your tissues aren't going to respond as quickly and the, your metabolism changes. So the changes that you experience as you age also is reflected in how you recover, how your muscles are growing. Um, but because BFR allows you to um, control where the stress is coming from, it allows you to be much safer and much more um, exact with how you're training. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Any uh, any final thoughts
0: on BFR before we let you go?
1: Yeah, I'd say, you know, if you're curious about it, again, there's a lot of information out there online. I would say that um, look at the actual research, right? There's a lot of actual evidence out there, not just the flashy, uh, you know, YouTube commercials about it. And then to, again, be sure to Talk to a, a trained professional, whether it be a, a personal trainer or a chiropractor, a physical therapist, somebody who's been certified in one of the um, uh, the, the different uh, certifications out there. BFR again is it, it has been proven to be a healthy and safe safe way to complement your routine. You just got to be smart with how you um, determine if you're if you're the right type of person to to use it and then what time you use it in. So yeah. that's my word of advice.
0: And just so my uh, listeners know, you know, I, Dr. John sent me the, the same certification a while back to, because I was interested in it, but I just feel safer, you know, going to a physical therapist who's certified in this versus myself as a personal trainers, just, you know, my current situation with injuries yeah. I, f- I feel a lot better in the in your hands Dr. John
1: oh uh, yeah well no, thank you so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and thanks again for having me today I really enjoyed talking about blood flow restriction training if you have any people that have questions about it happy to answer them um, via email if something if that's something you do and there's plenty of plenty more to learn like I said this is something that I just got certified in I'd been using it for a couple of years uh, kind of um, you know, on the surface, but there's more and more research coming out. There's more applications coming out. So I'm really enjoying using it in my practice. Awesome.
0: Well, thanks again, Dr. John, for jumping on with us. No problem. Um, Dr. John, what is the what is the best way to get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, um, there's a couple different methods. And, and like I said, I am a, a contractor and a partner with Movement X. Their website is www.movement-x.com you can go in there and actually look up my profile just by going to the orange County tab. So that's how you could find me out for, for care. I also have a social media presence. I I post videos and content and my actual, my alias is at your spin doctor and the, your spin doctor comes from a combination of being a PT, but I also on another life, I'm a DJ as well. So I kind of combine those two. (laughs) That's kind of my brand. So if you are curious and want to, want to reach out, you can always DM me there or you can reach out through the MX platform.
0: Awesome. And I'll put those links in the, in the podcast description too. So awesome. Well, awesome. Well, Dr. John, thanks for uh, being with us and he'll be with us for another four episodes. So you'll get used to his voice.
1: (laughs) Any, any, yeah. Any final thoughts or. Yeah. um, I guess right now we're kind of in this area, gray area where gyms are, you know, back in full force. I want to just put out a cautionary tale that if If you are looking to get back into your normal routine, you need some guidance, you haven't been moving the way you have in a while, feel free to reach out to a PT to get just a movement screen. This is something that we love to offer. And it's not necessary that you're in pain or anything like that. What we want to do is set you up for success. So if you have any questions about preventative care, a physical therapist is a great way to get started.
0: Yeah. And I think that uh, screening right before you start a training program, whether it's with a personal trainer or on your own. Just, just to do that initial one, just to make sure. I think that's awesome. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks you, thank you, Dr. John, and we'll uh, catch you on the next episode. Sounds good. Thanks, Brett.